This is the Surgical Specialties and Robotic Unit Podcast in three, two. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Title Health on Point. I'm Roger, your host. Good to have you with us. And on the program today, we are talking about the new Surgical Specialties and Robotic Unit at Title Health Natacoke. And here on the program with us to discuss that is cardiothoracic surgeon Dr. Kurt Weyberg and also the clinical manager of the Surgical Specialties and Robotics Unit, Jody Evans, both from Title Health Natacoke. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? Good morning. Good, you. good to have you both here, as we do with first-timers on the program, and both of you are first-timers to the program. We have you tell our viewers and our listeners a little something about yourself. So, Jody, ladies first. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Roger. Um, yes, as you mentioned, my name is Jody Evans, and I'm the clinical manager on the Surgical Specialties and Robotics Unit, which is on the fifth floor at Title Health Nanacoke. And a little about myself, I've been a nurse for 29 years. I've been married for 29 years to the same man. We have three adult uh, boys uh, that are still um, living with us. Uh, finding a housing in this market has been a little bit challenging, so we always have a house full, which is uh, brings me a lot of joy. Family is very important to me. And some of the things that we love to do is travel. One of our favorite places is Myrtle Beach, and got a vacation coming up soon, so I'm excited to, to go there. And um, I have done a lot of different things in nursing, um, as I've done um, progressive care nursing, I've done uh, long-term care, uh, and my most recent is surgical, um, post-op surgical care, and that's my home, and it's my specialty, and I, I love being there, and I love Title Health Nanacoke. So you've been an RN for 29 years. How'd you get involved in nursing? What led you to that career? Um, I, I guess the cliche thing is I wanted to help people, um, and that's uh, my personality. And uh, so that's, I knew that's what I wanted to do when I went to college. Uh, I graduated from Salisbury University um, 29 years ago, and I'm currently working on my master's. I'll graduate this June. And um, excited, um, I was excited about making a difference in people's lives. And when you take care of people, um, especially post-op surgical patients, you're making a difference in improving their quality of life. And, um, and that's where my passion is. Born and raised in the region? Yes, I was uh, raised in Seaford, Delaware, and mar married um, a gentleman in Laurel, so he moved me to the country in Laurel, and that's where we reside now. Excellent. As we mentioned also on the program with us is Dr. Kurt Weyberg, and Dr. Weyberg is absolutely no stranger to all of us at Tidal Health. This is his second stint with the company, and Dr. Weyberg was one of the pioneers of our robotics program at Tidal Health, and we are thrilled to have him back leading the thoracic program at Tidal Health Nanacoke. Dr. Weyberg, it is great to have you back. Thank you, Roger, and it's always a pleasure to be working with you with our marketing team, our branding team with Title Health. We've been doing this for many decades now, and I love every time we come together. So same question to you. I, I know a lot about your background, but I'm sure our viewers and listeners may not. Uh, tell us the Kurt Weyberg story. I am a cardiothoracic surgeon uh, by training. I trained at University of Maryland in Baltimore, where I grew up. Uh, and approximately 25 years ago, Title Health recruited me. Then it was Peninsula Regional Medical Center to become a heart surgeon uh, and help build and the foundation of what we already had at, uh, at Salisbury. Uh, when I came down to Salisbury from Baltimore, I thought for sure I was going to be the heart surgeon, and, and, I, and I have been all my career. But 
my career has shifted quite a bit uh, during the past several decades. Uh, approximately 15, 20 years ago, one of the world-renowned robotic surgeons, uh, I met with him and had dinner with him. My wife and I had dinner with him. Uh, at a, uh, I can't remember where, but he said, you really should look into this robotic stuff. And, and at the time, I thought, there's no way we're going to be using a robot to operate on the heart and lungs. It's just too complex. It's too difficult. There's no way. So I went down to, and met him in Alabama. His name was Rob Cefolio, the biggest robotic surgeon in the world, uh, and really watched him do it. And that was the transformation of my career. It, it's t t the turning point in which I thought, wow, this is really the potential. I saw the vision of how this could help patients and transform the way uh, surgery is performed. So that began a whole uh, a career movement for me and still kept up with heart surgery, but really focused a lot about uh, learning how to use the robot uh, for patients, applying it to uh, robotic systems in hospitals, and then developing programs. And now that's where it led us to, uh, went through all the different uh, pathways of robotic programs throughout my career uh, and became an administrator for a short period of time on how to develop a, a robotic program and institute. And that led to me back to Tidal Health where we're actually transforming surgical programs uh, with different robotic programs, not just one robotic uh, uh, platform, but many different robotic platforms. So Let that's me tell where you, we are now. It is, it's a great honor to have you back here. It's a great honor to have you back in the company. Great honor to have you back table side in the operating room working for us. Same question I asked, I asked Jody. How'd you get involved in medicine? What, what led you into this career as a, as a young man? My earliest uh, memory of getting into healthcare was with my dad. I, I, I was uh, I played basketball at a high level basketball, and I injured myself. And my dad was taking me to uh, a doctor because I broke broke a leg. And he said, "What do you want to do with your life? This is a freshman in high school. What do you really want to do?" I said, "Well, you know, Dad, I, th I think I want to be a pro basketball player, but I'm not really sure if I can. I don't, I don't know if I have the talent or not." He said, "No, sorry to say, son, but." Uh, <laughs> you know, you're given a lot more talents and that's not where you're going to be. You have to help people. So a, he connected me with, uh, with my pediatrician who subsequently connected me with a pediatric heart surgeon. And that, that was the beginning in high school of as soon as I saw uh, another human being put a heart in someone's hands, I thought that's what I have to do. I mean, there's, there's no way I can't stop now. So it was a goal early on. Nobody in my family was in medicine or healthcare. I thought this was an opportunity for me. I'm going to set a goal. It's going to be a 20-year goal, not a one-year goal. And I'm not going to give up until I get it. And I'm going to be able to help people. So it was my father asking me, you know, the, the real big question, what are you going to do and how are you going to help people? And that was my decision. And from there, it has evolved into where I am today with still helping many people. As my career shifted throughout the years, I remember my mom stepping in and saying, you know, son, you can't just be in one area. You have to help as many people as you can. So that's kind of led my my path in, in my career to not only be in one institution, but I, I look at, I've helped a whole region here. Uh, so I'm, I'm living up to what my mom and dad asked me to do many decades ago. And now I've had the honor and an opportunity to work, you know, in different system, healthcare systems throughout our region. And now I'm, this is like the pinnacle of my career uh, at Tuttle Health, Nanticoke, where, and Millsboro, where we're building different uh, infancy programs. Really enjoy that. The people I've got to meet, 
like Jody uh, and Mary Beth and so forth and Penny Short, just really fantastic people, fully engaged, really into healthcare, state-of-the-art healthcare. And I think we're on the verge of something doing really something fantastic uh, from my perspective and a career's perspective uh, over the past uh, three decades. This job has allowed me to do a lot of awesome things in my 23 years in this career. One is to be in the OR with you and actually watch you perform heart surgery. It is one of the most remarkable things that I think I will ever see in my lifetime. Bringing you back also allowed us to bring to Title Health Nanocoke a new Da Vinci robot. So a brand new surgical robot is in place, been there since the fall of 2021. Mm-hmm. How excited are you to now be launching another robotics program, brand new program at our Seaford Hospital? So one of the things that we'd like to share with you today, not is just about uh, uh, the tools, the robotic tools, Jody has been involved in many different robotic platforms and not just the DaVinci. So what do I mean by that? Uh, And this is all part of the shift in my robotic career where we're not just using one type of robot like the DaVinci robot. Uh, And that's where I am in my career right now, not just trying to do uh, a fancy surgery using state-of-the-art one type of robot, but more so uh, we're involved in developing the transformation of robotics in general. So, for instance, uh, Jody has been working with the surgeons who have been using the Stryker Mako robot for orthopedic applications, and we've really done a great job with that. Jody and her team have taken care of more than 650 patients undergoing robotic knee replacements. Amazing. Nobody in this region has any kind of volume or experience that Jody and her team has developed with the Mako robot. We're just adding another robot, and my, my position in, in all of this is just to help guide programs and institutes that use many different platforms, but really transforming all kinds of different robotic surgeries for patients. So, Jody, tell us about this new surgical uh, specialty and robotics unit uh, at uh, Title Health Natacoke. You've been a nurse for, as we mentioned, almost three decades. Mm-hmm. Must be a pretty exciting time for you as well to launch this new service for the people of Seaford and Sussex County. Oh, it's extremely exciting. Um, I have been with the unit since it opened 13 years ago. And when we first opened, um, the goal was to be a specialties unit and post um, to manage post-op surgical care. And our first specialty was orthopedics. And I was excited to build that program with the uh, manager at that time. And then we um, grew into adding another service line, which was bariatrics. And then most recently, the cardiothoracic service line with Dr. Wayberg. So it's been very exciting to be part of all three of those um, launches on our unit. And um, so we're very excited about um, growing the robotics program at Title Health Nanocoke and the fifth floor being instrumental in in the post-op management of those patients. From both a nursing and a leadership position, what does this bring to the people of Sussex County and and the Seaford community? What what kind of uh, additional benefits are they going to gain from having this new unit available to them in, in really their backyard? 
Uh, well, they've had they've had the two service lines already, the orthopedic and the bariatrics. But the robotics aspect, um, as we as Dr. Weyberg mentioned, we've been doing the Mako robotics for the total joints, but now we're going to um, add the robotics to the bariatrics, and then Dr. Weyberg added the robotics. Um, with the cardiothoracic. So it offers more services to our community. And it also, um, the research has shown that it gives um, better uh, post-op outcomes. So less complications, shorter length of stays, um, less pain. uh, And our unit, um, as Dr. Weyberg mentioned, he he mentioned Mary Beth um, D'Amico, and she's a nurse practitioner. It's something unique that our unit has that the other units in our facility do not. And she's um, located on our unit five days a week, and she assists and collaborates with the surgeons in all three service lines in the post-op management of the care. So we really focus on quality and safety in the post-op care of patients um, with standardized care, standardized um, post-op checklist. We really focus on early mobility. Um, It's very collaborative with all the staff on the unit and the physicians. And um, it's just, it's all very exciting to grow these services and offer more to our community um, that we haven't been able to before. Dr. Weyberg, back to you for a second. I'm going to break this down to probably the lowest common denominator layman's term that I can. There are really three ways to do surgery. Mm -hmm. There's an open surgery. You can do it laparoscopically. You can do it robotically. Can you explain the difference between all three? And also, is one better than the other? Or does it really depend on the surgery you're doing and the patient you have on the table? Great question. So I break it down to three different types of ways uh, surgeons perform surgeries on people. Uh, And historically, for the past 100 years, the open technique, we call it the open technique, where we make big cuts on people's bodies, whether it's the chest, the the belly, the the knees, anywhere. You just see these big cuts on people. And uh, so that's called the open technique. It's been the standard of care for the past 100 years since surgeries started. Then there's the telescopic way. In the belly, it's called laparoscopic. In the chest, it's called thoracoscopic. And then on the joints and, and replacements, it's called orthoscopic. So there's different kind of scopics. It's basically using uh, the human hand to guide scopes. So you can and you see the evolution. First, it's the human hand only using instruments. Then it's the human hand using scopes throughout the different parts of the body. And then the latest revolution and really where we are today is called robotic. Robotic not only uses minimally invasive instruments, robotic instruments, but the robot actually performs the surgery with the, with the surgeon controlling the robotic arms. So big movement in the evolution of how we do things are three different kinds of ways, open, scopic versus robotic. And the precision has evolved into the point where the surgical techniques have become so detailed. Everything we do, brain surgery, chest surgery, belly surgery, orthopedic surgery, the robots have really become more precise. And what do I mean by that? If you can imagine my hand, my hand is probably the most stable hand for any surgeons there are other than uh, neurosurgeons, where you cannot move a millimeter. But if you look at my hand or a neurosurgeon's hand underneath a microscope, there's a little bit of a tremor. Not to the open eye, but to a microscope, you can see it. 
And that's just the human nature. You have muscle tension and so forth, and it just happens that way. But with a robot, there's absolutely no tremor whatsoever. There's, there's absolute precision within a millimeter. So we really can't beat the, uh, you know, humans are is not as good as robots in terms of technical skill. Humans are obviously, you know, and surgeons are obviously, they use judgment, which a, which a which computer or a robot doesn't have. So there's a combination of the judgment that a surgeon uses with the technical skill that a robot can use. So the robotics are the latest and greatest. Uh, I really see that uh, technology evolving even further on its application with smaller scopes, smaller entry points in people's bodies. And so uh, robotics is really the best. We're going to talk about some outcomes, but and I think that's important. Patient outcomes are the most important thing, but we've evolved the robotic surgery into more important than that, something I call enterprise value. What's the value of doing something? It's not just the technical skill. It's not just the uh, uh, um, outcomes that the patients have, which is the most important thing, but it's also what kind of uh, impact or value does it provide to a whole healthcare system? And that's what we're focusing on now at Huddle Health, more so than any other place in the whole region, even up in Baltimore. And to make sure people understand this correctly, when we say robotic surgery, you don't necessarily need to be in the same room, maybe not even in the same state at the console that you're operating the robot from, but it's still the surgeon who is doing the procedure. We're not punching codes into a robot and you're stepping out of the room and and taking a coffee break. It is actually still you performing the surgery. You just have the precision now of this device, which is more flexible, has greater dexterity than, than even the human hand. Correct. So it, it, there's a myth out there that the surgeon is sitting in the office drinking coffee. Uh, I've been to conferences where a surgeon in the United States have operated over in Germany. These are just uh, glamorous ways to do it. But the real truth is that the surgeon is always at with You're the always in the room. We're always in the room. Always in the room. I'll tell you, I'll share a little funny story about uh, when I was training in, in Baltimore, we were told everyone at every day, you never leave your patient. When you're operating on a patient, you're right next to him. Your hands are always on them. You never leave them. Well, the first day I did robotic surgery, I literally set up the console the, the, uh, that a surgeon uses right next to the patient. And that's clearly a, a, um, a sterility issue. So we can't let the non-sterile portions of the operation touch the sterile sure. portions. So the first day I was right next to it. The next day I moved it back about five feet. Now I'm about 15 feet away from the patient, but I'm in the room. I have a monitor knowing exactly what's going on with the cardiovascular physiology. I know everything that's going on with the patient. I have a trained assistant uh, expert who is at the table. Everybody in the room has a role. It's more of a team kind of uh, sport playing now. It used to be in the type of surgery where the surgeon did everything and the helper, all the help in the room was just there to assist the surgeon. Now it's equal, uh, if you look at the platform of robotic surgery, equal, every part of the team inside the room helping the patient has an equal portion of doing the surgery. It's not just the surgeon at the monitor uh, using it. Jody, equally as important, switching back to you for a moment, 
Uh, and Dr. Weyberg mentioned this team concept, which I love. I mean, I love to hear a surgeon talk about a team concept. And that extends beyond his operating room to your recovery unit as well, to your specialty unit where the care is provided. Tell me about how you, as a nurse, and your team complement what Dr. Weyberg and what other surgeons are doing at Tidal Health Natticoke. It's truly collaborative um, care that is truly patient-centered. And um, it's patient-centered from the moment that the patient goes to the office, meets with the surgeon, and decides that they need to have a surgery. Um, from there, it's, um, it's a, a whole team approach to managing them from the pre-op phase to the pre-op education that's given either by coordinators or by, by Dr. Weyberg. Um, it's the pre-op team that admits the patients, the OR team, and then um, when they come to us post-op. So uh, any, any given day you come on to our unit um, in the post-op phase and you see Dr. Weyberg or one of our other surgeons rounding, you can see Mary Beth and the primary care nurse and the charge nurse rounding. Everybody's involved in the care of that patient, so everybody knows what is expected, what's going on, and what the um, action, the next steps are in their um, plan of care, whether it's discharge or another day in the hospital. So uh that basically that team approach involves everybody. It also involves data collection to improve quality care and giving the patient the best um, possible outcome they can. So um, Mary Beth is, um, has extensive training in quality improvement and performance improvement. She leads those efforts with all of our service lines on our unit. And so we're very fortunate to have that um, as well. Um, and like I said, I've got a fabulous team of nurses that truly love what they do. And you will experience that when you come um, to the fifth floor and you are a patient on the unit. Um, I just recently had a patient um, tell me when I was rounding, you have, a, you have just a well-run unit. And you can tell every single um, person that works here really loves what they do um, in their care that they give me. And I see those remarkable comments that we get, too, about your team. So congratulations on that. I mentioned earlier, I'm a writer. There's nothing clinically knowledgeable about me. I have no Mm -hmm. clinical training. But I'm like a giddy little kid when I'm in the OR watching a guy like Kurt Weybird do surgery. As a nurse, uh, how do you feel about all of these remarkable advancements that are happening around you? Are you as excited with that clinical oh, yes. background as, as I am, who's an outsider just looking in to see what's going on? Absolutely. I have always been forward thinking. And um, when we heard Dr. Weyberg was coming to our facility, uh, we, we wanted to be part of what he was bringing. And uh, so we actually asked him if he would take a tour of our unit come meet our staff. Would you consider us as being uh, your home unit? And so I'm so excited that he chose the fifth floor as his home unit um, for robotics. And I'm so glad that our facility embraced this new technology. And um, they are also forward thinking in what this technology can bring to our organization and to our community. I'll get you both out of here on this question. And Dr. Weyberg, I'm going to start with you. We hear this term a lot in healthcare now, reimagining healthcare. From a surgeon's perspective, from a Tidal Health Nanticoke perspective, what does that mean to you? That's a great question. Uh, and uh, I think we've, I'm not as eloquent as Jody is. In, in, uh, you do a fine job, my friend. But I think what I see is the biggest uh, um, visionary of healthcare in surgery in particular is the, the change in value. 
And let me define that more clearly with you so that you can understand like we understand it now. When a person had uh, open heart surgery or let's say lung surgery 10 years ago, it would take them approximately 10 days to recover in the hospital. They had multiple tubes, multiple wires. Uh, it was just, it was onerous. It was onerous to the patient. It was a lot of pain. The outcomes were good, but again, it took seven days in the hospital to recover from a surgery. Uh, as, as the healthcare evolved over time, the value improved, and we started using telescopes and so forth. Uh, and we still do a lot of telescopic surgery in, in all the hospitals in the region here. And it did improve the outcomes a little bit. The patients were in the hospital for, let's say, four to five days. Uh, the vision that Jody and her team and I had when we first started at Tuttle Health with the robotic program was to get that down to the, the value of not only helping the patients, that the pain would be so good that they, weren't, they didn't require narcotics. Huge thing. So you, you, you take uh, you know, surgeries that people routinely took uh, all kind of extensive narcotics just to deal with the pain of surgery. We got it down to the value of for a patient now where they're not taking narcotics anymore. 90% of our patients don't take narcotics. That's a huge shift. That's a remarkable value. shift. So let's talk about even further what it does for the uh, value of what we do for a healthcare system. We went from seven days for our procedure open four days for scope and nanocoke. And I've never seen this in the region, nor have I seen it in the country. We were able to get a patient out with open heart surgery or lung surgery using the robotic technique at Tuttle Health Nanocoke. They're home in one day. Most of our patients, 90% of our patients are home in 23 hours. That's incredible. So we've taken a week long in, in hospital recovery with a ton of narcotics. Our patients are zoned out because of narcotics back 10 years ago, to now at Tidal Health where we're seeing patients with no narcotics or minimal narcotics, and they're home within 23 hours of the surgery and back to work within a week. So the value of that for not only the patient's recovery, the outcomes, but the value of that from a business perspective, from a, from a healthcare perspective, has dramatically changed. I, what I see as a vision for the next 10 years is that we're going to continue with this model this healthcare model of minimally invasive robotic surgery for all applications, for, for orthopedics, for neurosurgery, for cardiothoracic surgery, general surgery, bariatric, GYN, you name it. If you can, if a surgery, you have to have a surgery as a patient, you're going to get it done with some type of robotic platform. And not only are we going to use that as a tool, but we're going to use it as within our program to show that we can improve the value within a healthcare system uh, from many standpoints, from the business perspective, from a healthcare standpoint, from a uh, outcomes perspective. And Jody mentioned about the data. We carefully monitor on a monthly basis every data point that we can about our patients. Again, that's a shift in how we do things. When I first started using a robot, uh, we focused on the technique, on how to use this technique. Now we're it's easy. And you know, When you come into the operating room and see us do it, I, I don't want to... We were at the part of our careers where the technical aspect of using a robot is easy now. The most important part it's of it. It's interesting to hear you say <laughs> that, by the way. It's fun. It's almost <laughs> as easy. You ever see a little kid who's playing a video game? Yes. They start off, they get frustrated, don't know how to do it. By, you know, and once you master the technique, right. these little kids, four-year-old kids, can and play a video game right. 
as if it's nothing. And an adult gets on there, and they, they don't know what they're doing. Exactly. So the technical part is easy, uh, but the changing the value of our institution is really a long-term goal, and we're doing that at Title Health. And I'll be honest with you, I've had the honor of being part of many healthcare systems in this region. I can tell you with with honesty and integrity that Title Health is leaps and bounds above the rest of the institutions, including Baltimore, in terms of value delivered to a patient and a healthcare system with the robotic programs. Great. Jody, back to you to finish the interview. Same question, reimagining healthcare. And Dr. Weber talked a lot about length of stay. Length of stay, so important to the way that you perform your job and your team performs their job up on the recovery unit. Reimagining healthcare, length of stay, all of that stuff really important to you guys, right? It is, yes. Um, and it's it adds, as he mentioned, Dr. Weber mentioned value. What, what's value to the patient? A shorter length of stay, decreased post-op complications, um, less narcotics. And um, it's the decreased length of stay is only done through a team approach, standardized care, um, looking at um, our outcomes and being willing to constantly look at performance and quality improvement. I will tell you this. In 2012, I had robotic surgery, and the platform was still relatively new. It had been in place at the hospital for about five years, I guess. I was out after robotic surgery in 23 hours and home, which was remarkable. This was a significant operation. 23 hours, I was out. I was home. In less than two weeks, I was back to work. I couldn't imagine doing that without the benefit of that robotic platform. So I want to thank you both for coming on the show today to talk about that and to give us more information on the surgical specialties and robotic unit that's opening at Title Health Nanticoke. And we hope to have you back again uh, in about a year or maybe even less just to see how things are going. So, Jody, thank you. Dr. Weyberg, thank you for being on the program today. Thank you. And that will do it for this edition of Tidal Health. We hope you learned more about the surgical specialties and robotic unit at Tidal Health. And if you'd like to learn more, you can always stop by our website at tidalhealth.org. For this program, Tidal Health on Point, we're always looking for great ideas. If you have one, best way to reach me is by email, roger.fallabout at tidalhealth.org. will get you to me. Or if you want to do it the old-fashioned way like us old guys do, 410-543-7142 is direct to my office. Give me a call. Let me know what you'd like to see. We'd like to do that for you. For Jody Evans and for Dr. Kurt Weyberg, I'm Roger. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this edition of Title Health on Points. Thank you.